Hey everyone, my name is Charlie Ifra and welcome to my podcast. Today I'm going to tell you a really interesting story that's in the news and kind of blew up in the chess world. And what makes it so interesting is that there is um, a big cheating scandal happening in chess. And um, it really blew up in the chess world, but it, it's, it, I saw it all over the news. I saw it in different podcasts and I read it in different articles. Um, and I couldn't find all the details. I couldn't really understand, you know, everybody's side or all the positions. So I went down this rabbit hole and I kind of gathered a lot of information from different sources. And I figured I'll uh, create an episode that kind of outlines all the details. Um, I think I have an opinion, but I don't know if I have an opinion. So let me break it all down for you. And then you guys figure out if you have an opinion. And I'd love for you to comment and let me know what you think. Uh, before I get going into the story, I would love for you to click like and subscribe to my video or my audio. And let's get into the story. So this is how it goes. There's this guy named Magnus Carlsen. Now Magnus Carlsen is a world chess master. He enters a tournament a few weeks ago um, <clears throat> and he plays against this player named Hans Niemann. So Magnus Carlsen is the world chess master and Hans Niemann is a 19 year old, pretty brilliant chess player um, who has a, quite a history in chess. They sit down at this tournament and in, in their first game playing against each other, um, Hans Niemann um, beats Magnus Carlsen. Now, Magnus Carlsen uh, walks away from that game, doesn't say anything, takes the loss. Uh, the following day, uh, they enter, they go back into the tournament. Um, and just so you know, a chess tournament is usually, um, the player plays anywhere from two to six games. So the next day in their second game together, um, after the first move that Hans Niemann makes, Magnus Carlsen quits the game and then quits the tournament. And his reason was um, accusing Hans Niemann of cheating. And not only does he accuse him of cheating, he brings in Hans's mentor. He mentions this guy named Dlugi. Um, and says that his mentor is also a cheater and he has no doubt that he has a part in Hans Niemann cheating in that tournament. So, Hans, so Magnus Carlsen uh, quits the tournament and um, the only statement that um, I found that um, Hans Niemann said about this accusation is that um, Chess speaks for itself. That's what he said. Those in, in quotes, chess speaks for itself. I actually saw the video interview for that. So at the tournament, a reporter came to him with a mic um, and asked him what he thought of the cheating accusations. And he simply looks in the mic, he goes, chess speaks for itself. And then he just turned around and walked away. So that, those were the uh, statements, the only statement that I was able to find from Hans Niemann. Um, and after doing further research, and a few days later, um, Magnus Carlsen published a letter on his Twitter account. Um, and it was a letter to the chess world explaining why he thinks, why he quit the tournament and why he thinks that Hans Niemann cheated. So I'm not going to read you the whole letter, but I'm going to read you some bullet points 
um, that kind of all the, the main important highlights of the letter. So he starts by saying that cheating in chess is a big deal and it's an existential threat to the game, which I think is true. I think cheating in any, um, any type of competition is existential to the game, uh, an existential threat to the game. He goes on to say that in the past, Neiman cheated more than he publicly admitted to. So, like I said earlier, when he quit the tournament, he accused Neiman of previously cheating, but he also accused his mentor of previously cheating, and then, therefore, he comes to the conclusion that they must have um, cheated in this, um, that his mentor helped him cheat uh, in this tournament. And then, finally, um, he says that uh, he knows Neiman cheated because he wasn't tense or fully concentrating while outplaying me as black. So like I said, the black player has a disadvantage and um, he was watching Neiman and he said that the, with that disadvantage um, and showing a lack of focus and concentration, there is no way that he was playing without um, some sort of crutch or some sort of help. Uh, and just to give you a little bit of background, I did some research around uh, focus at um, chess tournaments. And I actually found that a chess player can lose up to a thousand or, or spend up to a thousand calories um, per, per game. So if you think about that, if a player uh, plays six games in a tournament, they can actually go six, burn 6,000 calories um, in one tournament, which is pretty amazing. And it's all brain power that's causing this uh, calorie burn. So Magnus Carlsen, being uh, the master that he is and having so much experience, is convinced that because Hans Niemann had a lack of focus and concentration and he didn't seem like he was putting in the effort, uh, that convinced him even more that uh, he cheated. So that's... Magnus's reasons for quitting the tournament and for walking away. Um, I don't want to, you know, I didn't want to leave this loogie guy, this mentor and this coach. Um, you know, I, I wanted to research what his opinion is because imagine, you know, he's a grand chess master and um, a grandmaster in chess and he's now being accused of facilitating a cheat in a major tournament against one of the best po uh, chess players in the world. So I found an article on a, in a German paper called Der Spiegel. It's, I think it's Germany's uh, biggest newspaper. And they interviewed Lugi. Um, and there is a really interesting interview. It's a whole back and forth. And by the way, the links to uh, the letter from Magnus Carlsen and this interview um, as well as um, Hans Niemann's Wikipedia page, which I'll talk about a little bit later, um, are all going to be in the show notes in the description. Um, so Der Spiegel, this German newspaper, interviews Lugi, and these are kind of the main takeaways that I got from that interview. So first off, he says that he agreed that there was two cheating allegations against him. So um, Magnus Carlsen said that both Lugi and Neiman were accused of cheating uh, in the past. And they were accused of cheating, by the way, online on chess.com, not um, in person or over the board. Just a side note. 
Um, but about those cheating allegations, he says the first one he has an explanation for, and the second one he's completely, he completely denies that he cheated in that accusation, and he goes on to say that he's a grandmaster in chess, and he even beat people like Kasparov, who's one of the best chess players in the world, uh, and that second accusation is completely false. But he explains the first accusation and he says that in fact he did violate the chess.com rules and he explains what happened. So he explains that in that accusation he's a chess teacher, he's a, a famous chess teacher, he's recognized as a coach, as a mentor, and uh, what he explains was is that he actually was using chess.com in a class with several of his students. So he says that they had the game projected on a screen and um, they were playing uh, a, an online game but as a community. So all the students were giving their input on what the next move should be, including his input, and that's why chess.com um, detected that those moves that were being played are too close to an AI. And that's, by the way, how chess.com um, finds cheats is it recognizes patterns of how close to a perfect game is the player playing. So when an AI plays, the AI can hit close between 95 and 100% of its moves are, are, are 95 to 100% to a perfect game. Um, when most masters play, they're anywhere between 70 and 90. And, and usually it's on the lower end. If they're very, very good and very, very lucky, then they'll play closer to 90% of a perfect game. And so Lugi explains that the reason chess.com detected that first game as being a cheating pattern was because he was using it in a class and there were multiple people contributing to that game. And again, like I described about the second accusation, he completely denies it. Uh, claiming that he beat Gary Kasparov, who was the world reigning champion, um, and uh, he thinks that uh, he should get the respect that he wasn't cheating uh, in any case outside of the one that he admitted with his students. Um, further on in the interview, they ask him about Hans because uh, Magnus Carlsen uh, accused uh, Dlugi of being part of this um, cheat and so they asked him uh, how he knows Hans Niemann, if he knows Hans Niemann, and what their history is. And so Delugi, Delugi says that um, he started uh, knowing about Hans Niemann when Hans was 11 years old, which just shows that he's a great chess player. Um, to cheat at that level, even if he cheated, you must be a really good player. But anyways, let's go through some of the history, their history. So Delugi meets Hans at 11 years old, uh, he follows him for a couple years, uh, sees his potential, uh, asks his dad, so he asks Neiman's dad if he could then become his uh, trainer, um, which he then becomes his trainer. And at 13, Hans beats uh, an international uh, chess master in an almost perfect game. Uh, after that, uh, at around the age of 13, 14 years old, Hans and Lugi lose touch, they lose contact. But Lugi kept following Hans Niemann's career. At 16 years old, Hans becomes an international chess master. 
Um, and in 2021, Dlugi explains that Hans Niemann, at 18 years old, and him briefly spent time uh, to study chess endgames. Apparently, the endgame in chess is a whole um, thing in itself in mastering how to end a game. Um, and so they spent some time when he was 18 years old in 2021, um, but then uh, did not keep in touch until um, e even through the, the, this last tournament where the cheating accusation happens. Delugi finishes by saying uh, he believes that Hans won the tournament and the cheating allegations are reprehensible, ridiculous, and slanderous. He says there is no evidence of cheating, and he says that the best way is to go to court. All the information has to be made public. A jury or a judge has to decide what to do. So that's uh, Dlugi's point of view. And when Dlugi was asked if he would take Magnus Carlsen to court for these accusations, he said um, that trials will happen, but he didn't necessarily say yes or no to that question. Uh, in closing, I did do some research on um, the accusations on Hans Niemann from chess.com, and I looked it up on his Wikipedia page to see what they say. And the Wikipedia says the following two things about Hans Niemann cheating, uh, his cheating history on chess.com. The first thing is that, that Wikipedia, his Wikipedia page says, is he admitted to cheating in online chess when he was 12 and 16, but he never cheated in an over-the-board game. So he admitted to cheating when he was younger, only on chess.com online, um, but in over-the-board he never cheated. Uh, and secondly, uh, in 2022, chess.com released a report saying that he likely cheated online more than 100 times, some as recently as 2020 uh, at the age of 17. So chess.com has some serious accusations against him, uh, when Hans denies it and says it was just several times when he was younger. So that's the story, and I'll, I'll actually, I, I've been thinking about this, and I've, I've been thinking, like, is there a way that he cheated? Um, you know, we, we talked about the security measures that they put in place at these in-person tournaments. Um, we know of um, the gadgets that potentially people can use, um, but if they scanned him and if they checked his shoes and everything he was wearing and then they also scanned and checked for, um, for uh, the same in all the audience members, um, how could he have cheated? And so there's this funny uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Reddit, YouTube, I've seen this in many different places, where he's being accused of having these uh, digital or electronic beads up his ass um, and they were connected somehow wirelessly to an AI uh, that was able to give him the, um, the, the, the right moves in order to beat Magnus Carlsen. Um, I think it's a little crazy and I think it's a little out there, but it's funny. Um, I don't really have an opinion outside of that other than I'm so curious to see what happens. Um, but I'd love to hear what you guys think and uh, what your opinion is on this. Um, and um, hopefully we'll get more details, which should be soon to come, because this controversy, I don't think will go away until it's settled. Anyways, that's the story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, thank you for listening and or watching um, this episode. 
please like and subscribe. Please share this with your friends, and I hope to see you next time. Bye for now.